Transmission will start in five seconds from now. Five, four, three, two, one, in. Welcome to our latest edition of Waffle On Podcast. My name is Simon Meddings. And I'm MC Kelly. And this is our Christmas 2013 episode. Almost forgot what year we was in there. I guess I have. It's been a long day. It's been a long day and a long year. Yeah, and Merry Christmas to you all. I uh, hope everyone is doing well and looking forward to Christmas. This will be coming out uh, right about tonight. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's not, there's going to be no editing in this apart from one song and maybe a treat at the end. I don't know what that is. Yes, it's Christmas. What's your favourite Christmas song? Oh, do you know what I love? I love Little Drummer Boy. Do you? Mm. Which one? Which version do I mind? The Bing Diamond's good. No, Bing Crosby. You know what I love? The Bing Crosby, David Bowie version. Oh, what's that last night? I'm told I Crosby. love it. <laughs> I love it because he's like really, really strong out. Mm. David Bowie, <laughs> you can see that old uh, Bingy. Bing. Bing. Doesn't he's, know uh, who he is, does he? He doesn't know who he is, but he's like, <laughs> he must be hip. I really love, I love it. I really love that song. I, I like, uh, I believe in Father Christmas. I don't know why. I don't know why I like that one. I think it's because it has that middle bit where it's... It used to be in Fairy Town in New York. But it just, no, I hate that song. But I used to love it. But it's just been done to death. Like mm. all the great Christmas songs in Britain, yeah. just done to death. That. I love White Christmas as well. Yeah. Because I mean, they're classic songs. Like, yeah. I mean, anything done by Neil Diamond. Oh, God. Really um, today's a snack of choice. He's a half a pork pie, in case anyone's interested. Now, do you think in America they know what a pork pie is? <laughs> I have no idea. It's best not ask. Basically, all the bits you don't want. Because in a pie and then the meds That's it. Scrape together in a nice crusty bit. And then <laughs> so uh, every now and again you'll hear me pause and, and go, I've only got a little bit left. Yeah, so you demolish that. You say, I'm not really looking forward to this. It's a bit big this is. And I've looked back. You bet you know. Oh, no, no. I've half seen my bag. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Cal, what are we going to talk about today? We are talking about the legendary film that is... National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. We are indeed. But first of all, we're going to have a little bit of housekeeping before we crack into that. I've been a little bit of house music. I've got a pumping beat there at the beginning of it. Uh, we have uh, one email to read out, and it's the most uh, amazing... Oh, now this is... <laughs> now, this is... Now, th- go on. Okay. Now, uh, this was several... This is over several emails, um, and I've taken my replies back, uh, replies out of them, and I'm just going to read out what these are. This is from Rob Kershaw. Probably no relation to um, Andy, Andy Kershaw. Kershaw. <laughs> <laughs> or Nick Kershaw. Or Nick Kershaw, yeah. You're, you're pig, Rob. Um, and this is what he says. Um, there's a few spelling mistakes in here, like uh, spelling star with two R's, but we'll let you up on that one, Rob. Considering how barmy your email is, anyway. Um, Hello, Waffles. You are the one star podcast. I do not like the porridge. One star. One star. No porridge. Who has. <laughs> Who has the Wilfred Bramble face? Where is the Red Dwarf Moon gone? One star. One star. One star. 
I bet you wouldn't read this on show, Waggle One Star. Are you scared, Waggle? Presumably it's Waffle. Though. Kelly is the mad dog oh, face. Charming, that is, isn't it? <laughs> in mad dog. More 80s cartoon, cartons, Waffle. Presumably in carton, cartoons. I like Willy Frog. <laughs> I like Willy Frog. Around World and He-Man. That's Willy Frog, uh, Rob. I have a power, deeper. I like Dog Tanyon. Are you reading my email on your show, Waffles? Kelly is mad dog. Good. I'm Rob Kershaw, you know. I live in Bradford. Happy 40th birthday yesterday, Kelly Man. That's Rob Kershaw. Now, this, that is a very strange thing, isn't it? It is. Thank you. Now, I, honestly, <laughs> that's not his first, it's obviously not his first language. But Rob Kershaw. I know, I hope not. He's got something seriously wrong with whatever he's using. <laughs> and it's going all over the bloody place. I don't know, but I bet he's a fun guy to be out with. <laughs> if he's speaking like that, yeah? <laughs> well, we do. We always thought Bradford was on when we were not there, though, didn't we? Not a fan of Bradford. No, we didn't. We had a horrible. <laughs> A horrible Saturday to fair, night. There. To be fair, we did. We are judging Bradford on one one night, awful, which was an awful night. <laughs> what awful night out! Uh, and I don't think much of the Curios. Apparently, though, the Curios is in Bradford. It's supposed to be really good. The one we went to was possibly bollocks. Yeah, well, you know, when you go in and the chairs are then white garden furniture, garden furniture chairs, a plastic tablecloth, plastic plates, and mm. square cubed chicken. chicken. <laughs> the only thing that should be cubed is something out of a Ruby's cubes. I'm yeah. not about it. But Rob, you are quite clearly one of the most mentalist people I've ever had the the, uh, the fortune to talk to, and we like you. So yeah, please, exactly. we do, love it. <laughs> do us more. Please do uh, do send us some more. I, I have the sneaky suspicion that his emails got more and more sensible as he realised that we wasn't just going to turn around and rip into him. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know. I presume he likes the show. I hope so. He's not left a review on iTunes, giving us just one star. So where's one star from? I don't know. Is it something we miss it? <laughs> Because I was like, listeners, did, does anyone else know what this means? Well, he, he spelled it with two R's, so I didn't know if he meant Ringo. I don't know. I was confused. Anyway, should we yeah, right, the show? Really that's, all the, that's all the thing we got, so uh, thanks for that, Rob. Merry Christmas to me, old son, and uh, Happy New Year to you, and I hope you send us more balmy uh, contacts yeah. in the thing. And if you're on Facebook, join us, and <laughs> we can see what you look like. I suspect you possibly are in a straitjacket. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, we're going to talk about National Lampoon's Christmas vacation, and Kel, what do we do before we talk about it? You always play the theme tune. I do, but I'm not. <gasps> what, Wanna? Because it's frankly, it's rubbish. And I'm going to play the uh, Lindsay Buckingham song that's featured in Vacation and European Vacation, the Holiday Road one, which frankly is good. The Christmas Vacation theme tune is terrible. So we're going to play that.
there you go. So uh, thanks for yeah, that. That is a better one. It That's is. true, actually. I can't think of the theme, the theme to Christmas Vacation. I it's, can't. It's not. It's not memorable. Yeah. <laughs> so let's have some boring facts before we crack on here. Of course, it was uh, written and produced by the legendary John Hughes, of course, wrote all the vacation films. Well, the, the, at least the, uh, the, the first good one. one. Uh, this stars uh, Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, Randy Quay, Juliet Lewis, Johnny Galachek. Galachek? I don't know. We know one from that rubbish program and I know I'm going to get slated for that I'm sorry but I don't like the big band no it's Um, alright it's alright I think if you had it all up over eight seasons right you take out the sci-fi stuff in it which is basically to me that drama was wrote as a normal sitcom wrote as a normal sitcom and then they realised geeky stuff was popular so what they did we'll put geeky stuff into it because there's no doubt that because all it is is relationship problems. Mm. If that was a really good geeky thing, like in Spaced, where the geeky stuff is the central... Hold it up. Tune faster than that. (laughs) Listeners, I was trying to exit it. I was trying to build dress with it because he's chewing a massive mouthful of ball pie. How unprofessional. (laughs) I can't believe it. No, no, no. Yeah, no. I mean, I know I've said it before, but... It's got some tech hate, Sheldon. Would you watch that show? Oh, I like Sheldon. I like Sheldon <laughs> because it has some brilliant Star Trek stuff. But I watched about series eight yesterday and I thought, yeah, it's the same joke with Sheldon, eh? Yeah. Eight seasons of the same joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a bit odd. And he likes sci-fi stuff. I wish they would have had more sci-fi stuff think, in there. I think as well, after over, if, if, if you meant to class like a series or a season as a year, then, you know, after eight years, you kind of would have developed a little bit more don't you reckon well this is I ain't watched it enough to know why he's still at that being at yeah, university I mean, whatever I don't it, it might also be one of them things where because I've seen quite a few episodes yeah, and, I, and don't get me wrong the ones I've watched I've actually quite enjoyed but then when I've watched another one I thought it was a bit same. it's the same yeah although I do quite fancy the girl who used to play Blossom oh yeah because she's in it now isn't she because yeah. you know, I, I never I, I don't suppose you meant to find her attractive but I find her no no I think so that's why they brought her into it because yeah. she's like a bit of a she's like the big star in that really now isn't she because I didn't watch Roseanne so Oh, she Roseanne? No, no, no. She was in Blossom, but it's the other guy, the, the one who's in this, who was in, uh, in Roseanne, who played uh, Darlene's boyfriend. Oh, yeah. I get it. Like I said, I didn't watch Roseanne, so I always get that confused. You did love Roseanne. Yeah, did you? Yeah, so <clears throat> there's loads of other people in there, uh, such as um, John Randolph, Diane Lane, E.G. Marshall, Doris Roberts, William Hinckley, a very famous actor, uh, Mike Kestel, even more famous, uh, Miriam Flynn, Nicholas Guest, and someone else. Um, it came out on the December the 1st, 1989, only 97 minutes long, of course, classic John Hughes time, uh, always good for that, and it was a budget of 25 million, made 71 billion. So, <clears throat> it was quite, uh, this was the last good vacation film, because yeah. after that, you have, do you remember what came after that? It was Vegas Vacation, there's, there's one in between, there's another one, isn't there? Yep, you had, uh, you had Vegas Vacation, that came out in 1997, so the list of vacation films are, uh, Vacation 83, European Vacation 85, which is my favourite. Yeah, yeah. Christmas Vacation in 97. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 2. Uh, what? Which, yeah, that was made for, um, I think it was a TV thing. That was with Randy Quaid's character. Oh, so it weren't Chevy Chase? No. Yeah. Hotel Hell Vacation. That came out in 2000. Now, Hotel Hell Vacation, um, this was a, uh, a short 40-minute um, special that was done just for TV. They, did, they then did some um, uh, advertisement for uh, Old Navy. I think it was three old yeah, Navy, no, so Old Navy, yeah. That was done during the, um, the old um, Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, so I, but I don't know. I've not seen Hotel Hell Vacation. So. And that was Chevy Chase? Yeah. 
Certainly, um, D'Angelo. So, do you want to talk about the the people in it? For I've only got a couple. Or do you want well, to talk about the film? No, I think basically you talk about the the, the family, don't you? Yeah. The, 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 I know it always has the peripheral characters in it. Well, that's what makes Christmas good, because you said a family, don't you? How come Rusty's so young in this, compared to what our I don't know, like I said, the timeline of them is all, all over the place, yeah. isn't it? Because clearly Clark... Everyone, and, Clark yeah. ages. Yeah. Non-house ages. Beverly Angela looks the same. Beverly Angela looks stunning. She's stunning. Mrs. Service's opportunity, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, I bet you do. I bet you did uh, that a few times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, she don't look that different, does she? Where, where her old Clark has got, looks really old, because in, in, mm. in Europe, at last... That's Vegas that he looks really old, isn't he? Yeah. And, and, and. But they're the um, kids still kids. I get yeah, it. I get it. Maybe some, maybe someone knows. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, yeah, so let's just talk about a bit of film. I mean, we, well, I've, I've wrote some little notes here. We're not going to go into detail because we don't really do that anymore. But, um, the, the stunt driving where the car goes underneath the truck. Yeah. I love that bit. We know when he, he turns and he goes, "Kids, what's over there?" And he just does that, sticks his middle finger off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not bothered at all. That's no. the mad thing. He just because your hands. But when he drives underneath that truck, the stunt driving on that, because yeah. that is a really hard. It's hard a great scene. That it's, it's a bit like it's, a, it's like the classic scenes in what we've done uh, before. Planes, trains, planes, trains, automobiles. I love a scene like that. Oh, I'm, by the way, talking about planes, trains, automobiles. I'm dedicating this episode of Waffle Arm to my wife. Who, in essence, did do a play train in the We know Carlton flew off the road. Yeah, she did that. Was this a council's lack of grit in the road? And as you say, was it a bit like when you turned to see John yeah. Candice next to you like the devil? She went, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like I always think that um, when I think of uh, vacation movies, see, I think Clark is a lot like Homer Simpson. Yeah, he's a bit, you know. Not the eating and that, but yeah. it's the way he, he's trying to do. The best thing for his kids. Yeah. He's yeah. just not very good at it. Yeah, he's good now. He's good at heart. Homer, he's good yeah. at heart. Mm. He wants to look after his kids, but he just happens to be a lazy get who's crap at stuff. Yeah, because wasn't there that thing where George Bush turned it's around true. and said about that... It's true. But he was uh, the perfect father. No, he, he didn't he say against that. Right? No, people should be more like so and so. Well, a lot of people said against it. No, no, he's yeah, a good you're missing the point, yeah. He goes to work. Yeah. He looks after his two kids. He's had all their values there, but he's always mm. stuck together. Mm. It's a love story at the same And I think the thing what makes uh, the vacation movies is that Clark wants to do things for his yeah, kids. He just uh, happens to be not that great not that and, and loses his temper all yeah, Well, yeah, and there's some great... I mean, and, and this whole thing is that he wants a, a honest Perfect. family, a family Griswold Christmas. And he's got stress on him in this. Yeah. Because you've got about... His bonus. His bonus, yeah. haven't you? Which, which I'll come to that at, 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 towards the end. But, um, you know, he's got... He's thinking he's going to get his bonus. So, I mean, he wants a swimming pool. But that's yeah. another family thing for the family. He knows that his family doesn't get on, the in-laws don't get on with each other, yet he still wants them there. Yeah. And he, it's only, like, is it Ellen? Beverly D'Angelo's character, who, <coughs> who, who, who sees through it all, yet she sticks with him through thick and thin, and yeah. she says several times in this, oh, it's Clark going to do something again, you know, and it's, his kids are exasperated, but it, it is hard. Well, um, when they go to get the tree, there's the one where it uh, goes, uh, what do you think of this scene, Audrey? And, and, and she turns around and goes, Audrey's eyes are frozen. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I found that so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. It's the way it just carries on. Yeah, yeah. And they pull that tree out. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, the, the couple next door, it's like that. I really like them, Audrey. <laughs> I know, I like them, I like that, I like that. It goes, I want to lick every bit. If you better your buddy. After you better shower. <laughs> yeah. And also... You know the bit where when he's trying to put the lights up and that piece of icicle goes through the window and it's fine. 
How many stereos has he got? I don't know. Is, it, is that yeah. some kind of like? Oh, I don't know because that bit, yeah, and it ain't that. Thinking not that many bits is there a uh, micro component hi-fi? Yeah. Is it? Not really, no. But no, I like that because it, I think especially at the time they were the kind of people you saw mm. as Americans, didn't you? Yeah, it was all Wall, Wall Street, yeah, and yeah. you know, you even a Dow Boy wanted to be all like this, didn't they? This yeah. was a big thing, and thing. You know, it was against that juxtaposed, weren't it? You've got the the wholesome, the wholesome family. Plan. Well, you've got, you've got the and then you've got the modern who yeah, didn't yeah. have kids you've and got the Waltons and then you've got yeah the, the, the Michael Douglas kind of oh, thing the, the, yeah. the uh, Gordon Gecko yeah like a Gordon Gecko kind and of I thing because yeah, the funny thing is like typical John Hughes you know John Hughes he always has this kind of homey looking house yeah, he's like, famous like, for that yeah, isn't the Griswold is like a nice home oh like, everyone's like, got like, like, a John Hughes film oh yeah absolutely you know even when they're hoping for boats I've got a fun fact for you later on about the house but we'll come to that with that one but when that couple turns that comes out and he goes, that, uh, that tree big enough for your house, is he, Griswold? He turned around and goes, uh, uh, bend, bend over, <laughs> bend over, and I'll tell you. And he goes, how dare you talk to me? And he goes, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah. It's the way they both look so confused at each other, and he just carries on with that chainsaw. We've talked about this before, though. It was like, growing up, we were all, I think anyone in our age group, you're Bill Murray and Chevy Chase, weren't you? Oh, yeah. These yeah. are the two people that I first got for, this is why I met a great American community. Mm. You know, oh, I it's, Saturday, it's Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live, Anarchic, both bastards off, off screen, especially, especially Chevy Chase, who's a bit arsehole, weren't he? Well, it was coke, wasn't it? <laughs> That's one imagine you cannot imagine on cocaine, because he was a really arrogant person anyway. Yeah. And I, I think But the thing that weren't very good, you watched it as well, didn't you? Did you watch the uh, Chevy Chase roast? I did. It, it, was un- it was unusually. I mean, okay, I yeah. thought they were going to rip the shit out of him. Well, they, well, they was just. Well, one that woman just took over the, the show for yeah. a bit of it, and they was more. You know, when you seen the William Shatner roast, oh and yeah, and Georgia. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, they are ripping the shit out of him. But there's a certain, even with George Takai, a certain bit of good nature to yeah, it. I, know, I didn't see any good no. nature in the Chevy Chase. I think uh, I think he burned a lot of bridges, Chevy Chase, hadn't they? But. But, uh, you know, I, I know we talked about this before when we were talking about um, when Chevy Chase left, he was the first person to leave Saturday Night Live yeah. to go and pursue his solo career. And Bill Murray then came into Saturday Night Live to take over. It's amazing, and, that, isn't it? And I think John Belushi wound up Bill Murray, or it was a bit, because he was a bit of a yeah, but they're all. bastard at times. And it was ain't that whatever. But, and, and ended up near enough having a fight. Well, do you blame Chevy Chase for, I mean, at the end of the day, you, if you're in a, 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 a review show which in essence Saturday Night Live yeah. was and you get the chance to do a film you'd be an idiot enough to take it so like American Footlights so to me Saturday it's just Night jealousy Night. I think well I think it was that the the fact is that he went and he, and the thing with Chevy Chase is he could act mm. I think this was a lot of people didn't like him I don't think he was the naturally funniest guy in the world when he weren't was no, it? No, where Bill Murray's quite funny, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, you need it. Well, yeah, yeah. With Chevy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> With Chevy Chase, is an actor, wasn't he? He's yeah. really, a bit like Will Frow, really, I think. I think he's that kind of thing. Will Frow, I don't think Will Frow's a naturally funny person. No, but, but he's, he's really good, good at being funny. He's a good guy. I mean, the thing is, as well, you, there's, there's a great scene this where he's waiting for his bonus in his office, and his mate comes in and goes, Oh, have you, you know, you heard of it? And he, he looks and he goes, Have you had anything? He goes, Oh, something got delivered earlier on, but I don't know. He's really, he's acting in that, he's brilliant, because you're looking at him and he's thinking, he's in trouble, yeah, he's, he really is worried about it all, and it's moments like that which kind of shine in comedies, I think, and, and Ricky Gervais is the king of that, you know, whatever you say about Ricky Gervais, he's acting, he's superb, I still maintain that, was it extras, that, that bit in the Big Brother house where he looks at the camera. No, I think it's one of the great ever comedies, oh. I think that, that, ex, that yeah. extras Christmas special, you know, is one of the greatest comedies yeah. ever made. If you, uh, you, uh, you know, if you don't well up, when yeah, he's yeah. saying that, then I think you you even ain't got no heart. No, no, it's Because you see it happening. Mark Cologne. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. But you see it happening in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing with his character. Mm. You fucking, you, you, oh no, don't be like that. Don't be, don't you know, do it, don't, don't, do it. don't yeah, end yeah, up yeah. being a get. Yeah, and then it ultimately, but, but again, the nice thing about Gervais is that he always does the payoff kind of thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's why, spoiler we alert, everyone, with, with Anchorman 2, you know, it's a better, it's a better film, I think, than the first one. It's more linear. There's a story to it. Yeah, but, but also, there's a nice, a nice payoff. He's a nice guy. Like, yeah. You know, you know, when I was thinking about this and like, you think, what does he do? Nasty and that. Everyone's nasty to him. Mm. When he first goes into the studio and you get that bloke's having a go at him, he ain't having a go at him. Do you think, do you think Toast of London is a little bit of a nod towards like Will uh, and Anchorman because with Matt Berry's character, that, a, you know that scene where he's doing the voiceover work and they're taking the piss out of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that, that, well, that's the thing in the Toast of London. He's the joke, but he thinks he's great. Yeah, yeah. Which and is a bit like the Anchorman. Yeah, he doesn't care, but you know, but he's a nice, Toast, he's a nice, he doesn't matter. But especially Ron Burgundy, you know, he really looks after Brick. There's yeah. loads of stuff about Brick in that, isn't there? When well, he's looking a, after yeah, Brick, when he shouts, "We go as a go at Brick," and all the other two, yeah, yeah, we stand up and go, "No one speaks a Brick like that." You know, that's beautiful. Yeah. It's, and again, I, I suppose it's a bit like what we've said before about some of the Simon Peck films with Edgar Wright. Is that you like them because you can see an association with them. You can yeah. see that as like that, especially when it comes to male friendships as well. Where, like, you know, you, you tend to have longer lasting friendships, you know, you've been with each other for years, and you associate with certain things, and you, and that's what I think works with those kind of films. Well, yeah, we're going to Yeah. I'm going to read the essay as we go through it. There's the bit where um, Clark's looking for a, a, a Christmas present. Well, it's the classic And, line, and, and she, my God, that, that, that woman, woman is hot, and especially. When she shows her posterior, that is an amazing. Oh, what in the uh, in the swimming pool, the, the imaginary bit. But it's, it's the way yeah. that he goes. Oh, I'm just blazing. I mean, blazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> a bit of a bit nipply in here. I mean, nipple and it, it's getting nippy, nippy. Yeah. And she she starts off by looking at it and going, ooh, ah, but then exasperated towards the end. But yeah, the fantasy bit where she's uh, cracking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and do you know how many lights he puts up? How many bulbs are in on his face uh, when he's trying to put them with the staple gun? I thought when he's putting them up to say, yeah. how's he going to get them out? Is, when I first saw that, it was like, that's a joke. No one would do that. That is coming now. It's coming now, Dad, yeah. Oh, God, God, it's been, what? Oh, 425,000. What? Oh, lights he puts up there. The bit in the loft, when he's in there, that is pure slapstick, isn't it? Yeah. No, do you know what I love that? I love that scene, you know. Because I, was, I always say, remember about this scene, because it's, it's him hmm. doing all the comedy himself. But the why is really funny. It's classic hitting on a. F- <laughs> it's a classic, isn't it? Right, slapping, bang his head. But then he's looking through all that stuff, and then he puts the video on, and yeah. it was quite melancholic. Mm. And it's right. it's a sad little because Christmas is. I always think Christmas is joyous, but it is sad as well because you rem- remember things that your life's going. Yeah, I definitely well, think. I, that. I think as well though. That, yeah, you, you, you're exactly right. And I think as well when when you. I mean, you know, I have a, I have a little girl. Yeah, and yeah. You, you, you know, you, you don't want children. You've got cats. Yeah. But there is that thing where you kind of, you kind of, when you've got a little one, you start to relive your old childhood because you get excited for them. Well, you should do. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and so you can use that then a little bit as well as, as getting excited about Christmas. So it brings the youth back out, which is what children should do, really, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but if, if you, you know, and obviously, you, you know, other people have other ways of doing, doing with Christmas. But if you're on your own, or if you're sort of like, you know, you, you miss, say, like, like the whole thing about Christmas vacation, he wants that Christmas get together. He, and he's reliving his old Christmas, really. That's what they're in the videos, but, isn't he? But yeah, I mean, the, the sad thing is, I mean, uh, my, my wife, who's a nurse, 
we're saying that that sometimes at Christmas in A and E is, is one of the worst times because you get granny dumping going on. That's not necessarily to say everybody who brings in an old person just wants to get rid of them because sometimes they they, they are naturally yeah. ill or sometimes they they you know someone someone put something on Facebook the other day where they're saying about granny dumping and they say oh no. It's just because, like, you know, they, we, we bring them in because they're suddenly coming up. No, it's because you haven't seen them in a long time. And then when you do feel guilty about it, you bring them to Christmas dinner and realise how ill they actually are. Yeah, yeah. That's the truth of it. And some people just can't be bothered. No, there Sorry is a for that. Sorry no, And also, true. so you get that. And then you also get people who try and commit suicide at Christmas because they have no one to say. And also, I, I mean, we've had bringing the show down because it's a Christmas show. Yeah, it's part of it. You know, I think there's nothing worse than, you know, we did that care, uh, little, we did a care package at school where, well, for Isla. Where you, for seven quid, and you fill that box up with, for seven pounds worth of little toys to give to some little kid who hasn't. Who's yeah, yeah. To me, that's heartbreaking thinking of a little kid who, uh, little boy, little girl who ain't gonna get it. And I think, I think, especially these days, I think, oh, I think mean, it was probably bad when we were kids and you go, oh, I want them Star Wars figures, I want them 18 figures, I want them blah, blah. Now it's like, I want that, I want that iPhone 5, I want that iPad yeah. mini. Yeah. I know, I, I want all this, I want a Wii U, I want a PS4, mm. I want an Xbox One. Yeah. And, Parents want to make their children. Don't matter how many times I'm going to say no. Kids want to make. The parents want to make their children happy at Christmas. I look a bit. I don't. No, you, you don't. <laughs> but I mean, because you haven't got it. No, I'm but if you have, if you probably end up spending yeah, it, if you've got the money, and, and rightly so, I think as well. But there should be a limit of it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but also, I think there's there's a thing there where I think sometimes you, you know, as I said, there's some people who can't have things, and I think, and it's like people are homeless as well. well you didn't have loads when you were a kid, no, did no, you? No, 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 yeah, you did. Yeah, I've often turned around and said that. In, and we've had those people did to go here, but hey, we are called Waffle on. I find I find it amazing that in this day and age in modern Britain that we still have people that are homeless. And you can't judge people. Oh, they're only homeless because they're that. No, you don't no, know you their can't. situation, right? I know for a fact there's streets after street in Liverpool because I've been there where there are empty streets. Oh, there's loads in and in Birmingham. I don't care what the government says, right? Put people in these houses, but the, but and then turn around and say, you know what? We're going to give you this house. But your job is well, to did do you it. Didn't you hear about like George, Stoke. Clark, George Clark was saying? They've done it in Stoke, right? Mm. There was a Terry thing. The houses were given for a pound. Yeah. Then they were given a £30,000 loan. Right. But they had to stop in the house for 10 years. Oh, right. Okay. So they couldn't do it up and sell it. Yeah. Right? So and all the people who've done it were all young people yeah. or people like me and Emma who couldn't get, uh, who, you know, didn't have that help on the finger. Yeah. But you probably, if Lackley wouldn't have had that house, you would probably be in the same boat. Well, yeah. I, yeah, I had a house. No, I mean, yeah, exactly yeah, like that yeah, thing. Yeah. But a lot of people our age, yeah, yeah. we know a few who just haven't got, can't save up that finger. Yeah. And but they want houses, and this is how you're going to bring communities back. And they reckon this road now has got really good community there. Oh yeah, because everyone would have grown up together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, perfect. I, I mean, as I say, I'm sorry to. to, to no, no, but I think no, I think you are right, Mitch, because I think a lot of the time with Christmas, I've always said this. It's such a lovely time. But it's such a hard time for my wife who her mum died over Christmas mm. it's never the same it's never going to be the same mm. it's her Christmas will never be the same now because her mum's not there yeah, I mean, maybe 20 years or so but at the moment no so it's not always uh, happy yeah. my mum has to go into a hospice yeah. my mum works in a hospice oh, right. she has people be, die Christmas day every yeah. year and it's, you know, it, work again it puts a spin more. on the Christmas day I think you've got to see how it both it's also that thing as well again, exactly what Christmas vacation is all about it's about being grateful for certain things as well and, and, and you know if you're a, a, a person of faith or whether you're not a person of faith or anything like me, but me and you yeah. aren't. Uh, and, but, you know, it, it is all about being grateful. And, and I think looking out for people as well. I mean, you know, look after people that are around you and uh, give them a good Christmas more than ever. And then, that's exactly going back to this film. Well, this is the thing with this thing, isn't it? That what, I always think that what he's got is special, mm. but 
he's obsessed to give them more with his bonus. Yeah. And he doesn't realise that him being there is good he's enough. More important. But to him, yeah. but he's not doing that for selfish reasons. He's doing it because he thinks they want it. Yeah. I'm going to give them this brilliant Christmas, this perfect Christmas. They'll get mm. this perfect bonus. Like in playing, straight, everything's got to be perfect in Johnny Hughes, Hughes yeah. moves. And that's what he was always trying to say. Yeah, that's always Sometimes, nice, you know, you know, you don't need all that. Sometimes, your dad being there mm. and doting on you is yeah. good enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like but he doesn't realise that to the end of it. The end, well, with Randy Quaid, okay. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Randy Quaid's yeah. got nothing. Yeah, but he's jealous of Randy Quaid, isn't he? Because uh, let's let's talk about Randy Quaid for a minute. Oh. Because this is a man who is, who is <laughs> now. Who is, <laughs> I don't think he has anything no. now. Is it? <laughs> I think we can say he has got Barney. He has got Barney. Apparently, you know, is he living I, in Canada now? Didn't he go on the run to cap? Well, he keeps no, yeah. Because is he the one who thought he was Port Wales? I think a lot, yeah, yeah. After he thinks he that. That. But, that was uh, independent. Yeah, but really. then he, he tried to sue. He tried to sue. Uh, broke. He was in Brokeback Mountain, wasn't it? I've mm. never seen Brokeback Mountain, so I don't know. I'm not going to do a waffle on about that before <laughs> anyone asks. We are not watching that. No, and that's not because of any guy. No, we just don't want to watch it's it. It's just not our cup of tea. <laughs> um, it's like I don't. I have no no interest in seeing Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, I'm not interested. No, no, in no, no, no. It's just soft porn. Isn't yeah, it? exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he he apparently took the producers of that to court because he was told it was an art house film and so now he wouldn't make any money. And of course, yeah, 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 yeah. made a shitload of money. And um, so he took them to court and then said, oh, and then apparently settled out of court. But the producers go. He just dropped it. Oh yeah, no, no, I settled that court, mate. No, I don't know, mate. Right. Apparently, he, he's taking him as well. Keep taking loads of people to court. That to me says he hasn't got much money. Yeah, he's, he's got a, a massive bar, beard and does not. Like I said, when you start thinking you have been abducted by mm-hmm. aliens, there's a, there's a problem. Yeah, he is a beard. Um, uh, Clark going on that sled. It's a classic. Bit. <laughs> no, it's a classic bit because that, yeah, because you can. Just, you know what I always like the way you can tell. It's like a stunt double. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, because the way he puts the hood up first. And then turns around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, it's amazing because that's kind of thing. I remember my dad doing, you know, dad's getting really competitive with sledging. There's a couple of scenes here with the cat. The cat wraps up in a box. That always makes me laugh. He's a bit like, hey, I'm walking with the cat. The, the turkey, that's uh, really dry when they yeah. burst in. Just <laughs> Even that way he's chewing it for ages. <laughs> Classic. Because I always think that Chevy Chase, some of Chevy Chase's comedy is really good. He's, he's like, when he, he does his eyes wide yeah, open. And he's jumping. And he's jumping. I'm not going to really good. The cat being electrocuted. Now, <clears throat> the producers of this film actually wanted that scene cut because I thought, you know, the, the two things that you shouldn't never do in comedy, by rule, three things I should say, race, yeah. Well, well. Sorry, but that does work if it's a properly anchor man too. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're we're saying that the scene where people are saying, "Oh, it's racist." Yeah, but it makes you look an idiot. So it's actually worse. He looks an idiot. They're not promoting racism. They're actually saying this is what some people believe. Yeah, they, you said that scene. They're not offended. No. They're just thinking, "What the hell?" What is he talking about? Um, two, uh, uh, anything to do with children, and three is anything to do with pets. So they execute a cat. We can't have that. You can't have execute a cat in the test audiences. That was voted their favourite scene. It's funny. It's not it's really. Funny. No, it's like, you know what the sound to that is? Is when the uh, big, huge blocks fall down in a fish called Wanda and squash the dog. It's a whole and setup for that comedy. Funny, what's funny about that? The funny bit about it is when the woman walks off and the leaves have got those extender leaves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's come on, she turns around it because she ends up dying of heart. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. In reality, of course, in real life, you wouldn't laugh at that. Yeah. Well, you might sneak a slightly. But yeah. then you think reality would kick in. Yeah, yeah that's bad. Mm. Yeah, you're right, yeah. That's squirrel. No, this is a, it's a classic scene because the way that no, you know what I mean. It's any scene where you see it from the person, you know, when you see it from the person's you, point of view. You know, like, I just love comedy like that where you see it and his face so scared and they all look when it's going around the room. Yeah, ah, and he puts all that stuff under. <laughs> Which the, again, 
and uh, give me a man in a wig and I'm happy yeah no, you've had that since you since Wiggler at Woolworth so uh... <laughs> um, when all that goes mad when, when that bloke blows up the tree the irritating guy with the wig he blows up the tree and he, he starts to go slightly he starts to go slightly mad about it or doesn't he finds out that he hasn't he, he's bonuses but oh no that we get the classic Griswold but, moment yeah he gets yeah. he goes absolutely mad and his dad turns around and says he doesn't matter that bit in the cupboard is so heartwarming I, I think it's great you know he, he got the lights working but it's all gone tits up and yeah, his dad yeah. just turns around because sometimes well that's, the, well that's the bit with that's the bit with uh, thinking with Judge Ronald in it that, not yeah. Judge Ronald Randy Quaid let's get them similar up yeah. Randy Quaid that he's got nothing mm. but he, he, his family love him yeah. and he's got nothing for him and he feels re- and he does a really good thing for him doesn't he get some presents he, get, he buys some presents yeah but then he goes and we've got, we made a list <laughs> you cheeky bastard <laughs> but then of course that reverses when, when Clark gets his bonus and basically gets a jelly mould subscription to the magazine and he goes, he goes I'd like to have him here and tell him exactly what and of course Randy Quaid's character off he goes Eddie goes and gets him and brings him back because he thinks that's what will make him happy and because he comes in he, he fires him and then of course <laughs> I don't know if you notice this but you know when all the cops break in yeah, and yeah. you got Clark's bosses there and all that yeah. and they tend to freeze if you look David Angelo has grabbed his crotch he's oh. holding Clark's <laughs> his oh, was... and, and when she pulls out and she looks at that but she puts it back again oh. it's a brilliant little scene I yeah, only yeah. noticed it the first time but when he, when he turns around and, he's, and there's a classic and unfortunately I, I'm going to stick it at the end of the, the podcast because I, I want to try and get this out tonight but he goes uh, the cop the head cop finds out when the wife turns around and says uh, goes, you, you cancelled their bonus he goes yeah and, and the, the, the cop goes that's pretty low mister if I had a rubber hose I'd be you and I, I totally <laughs> you know what because I remember Woody I remember Woody used to say that all the yeah. time and I totally forgot all about it yes, and he went and I watched it and it came up and I thought man what a brilliant like, and that when you type in like um, you know a uh, uh, vac- Christmas vacation quotes that is the it's one t- that always comes at the time yeah, no, no, I say what I, I just love I just love the structure of the film as well it, it, it is the with the countdown yeah with the advent calendar yeah oh that is yeah oh, I love that little thing because I've never and, seen and, and, I mean I know it's one of the trivia facts but actually they never get to Christmas Day it's always set on Christmas Day oh when you think about it's it it's not yeah. Christmas Day it's Christmas Eve film it's really like we associate planes, trains and automobiles yeah, with Christmas it's Christmas isn't it so, uh, so that's the end of the film. Yeah, a bit of a one thing, but uh, so do you want something a little bit? Go on, go on. Give us something. Give us some facts. Well, these are the actors. First. So, uh, did I tell you what Chevy Chase's real name is? No, it's Cornelius Crane Chase. Oh, I love the name Cornelius. I tell you what, that is a brilliant name, isn't it? Cornelius Crane. It's not something ever a grand and pony. And Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the trailer for the? Yes. Seventy years old now, Chevy Chase. Uh, obviously, born in New York City, he influenced the likes of Mike Myers, Will Ferrell, as we said, Tim Will Allen, Will Arnett, Ryan man. Reynolds, um, and his influence was uh, Ernie Kovac. Um, Beverly D'Angelo, uh, now 62, uh, still looks fantastic, yeah, yeah. Um, married, to, of course, to Al Pacino up to 2003. I don't know many other bloody things she's ever done, apart from vacation. <laughs> no, I think, oh, Juliet Lewis, uh, mad as hats a lot of time, but she's so cool, really, when you think about it. I mean, it's Lisa in the band, good singer as well. Oh, yeah, um, sorry, remember sorry. who her dad is? It's, uh... In uh, quite a few Clint Eastwood films. Yeah, it's, um... Most notably, Any Which Way But Lewis. Yeah, it's, I can't, I know, I know, I know, he's, what's his name? Jeffrey Lewis. Jeffrey Lewis, yeah, yeah, Unfortunately, Jeffrey. he's a Scientologist. Oh, no, no, she's, uh, uh, you know, I, 
If you want to read some great Judith Lewis stuff, just read the Tom Sizemore biography. Oh, can I buy that when you finish with it? I'll finish with it now. Oh, can I buy it? Yeah, I can. Ooh. It's an amazing book, but my God, the fucked up relationship between Tom Sizemore and Judith Lewis when they were doing uh, yeah. in her Natural Born Killers. Crazy. But oh, I, I won't spoil yeah, it. No, no, I'll Anyone wants to read a great book about Hollywood, you would need to read the Tom Sizemore biography. And, great. Uh, Johnny Galecki, uh, I probably spelled that wrong, sorry about that. Um, born uh, 1975, but yeah, yeah, in Belgium. Uh, most known for Rose Island, of course, in uh, that one I'm talking about. So, here's some facts for you. Here we go. The Griswold's neighbour's house, are you ready for this one? Is the same house of Murtar in the Lethal Weapon films. As this is all these houses are filmed on the Warner Brothers studio backlot. That's a backlot? Yeah. And that's the Murtard house. That's a bit better than the Brookside uh, clothes, one, isn't it? Well, I suppose so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that. Yeah. Uh, Chevy Chase appears in some scenes wearing a black Chicago Bears baseball cap. Yeah, yeah. He wears the same Chicago Bears cap throughout all four vacation films. And I'm sure he wears it in Fletch as well. This is the one I, 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 I think you might like. All these are quite good facts. Yeah, but this yeah. one again, you know, the old Dodge pickup that tailgates Clark yeah. and the family in the opening yeah, scenes yeah. of the movie was previously used by Kurt Russell in Overboard. What? I like, <laughs> I like the film Overboard, you know. I, the I do. Oh, I you do. know, I, I know people go, oh, it's when Kurt Russell started going crap. No, it isn't. It just didn't. Did a film that was for kids. Yeah, I like that film. The, uh, this is the final film with Mae Questel. Uh, she was the one who had the really whiny, you know, the old lady. Um, she, her film career began in 1930, and she was the voice of Betty Boop. That now that is interesting yeah, fact. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, when shopping with uh, Clark, Eddie asked Clark if uh, if he was the his company that killed all those people in India. Now he's referring to the. Uh, Bhopal disaster, also known as the uh, Union Carbide disaster, in which leaks from the Union Carbide suicide mm. plant uh, escaped in the air, and unfortunately thousands of people were, were killed in that, which is a bit, uh, a bit mad. Though. That is it. Uh, what else have we got? Um, oh yeah, after Clark Griswold uh, unsuccessfully attempts to demonstrate his handiwork with the house Christmas lights to his family, he asks his son Rusty to help him check all the light bulbs. Rusty looks at his bare wrist, pretending to have a watch, and then excuses himself. Looking at a bare wrist and pretending to have a watch is actually one of Chevy Chase's trademark gags. Is it? Mm. That's it. You know, I've always thought that, you know, why does he do that in that film? Because I remember that. And I thought, why does he do that for? So that's his uh, visual yeah. tick thing kind yeah. of thing. That's interesting. Man, uh, the movie is based on John Hughes' short story, Christmas 59, the second vacation story to be published in National Lampoon's magazine. The first was Vacation 58, which was the basis for the first vacation movie. The Christmas story was printed in December 1980. Now, the label on the home movie reel that Clark finds in his attic is labelled Christmas 58. Oh, that makes... nod to it. That makes sense now, yeah. why that bit... Because I really, like I said, like I said, I really love that bit. And I always thought, I wonder why, why he's, what he's looking at there. That makes sense. In the scene, when the police storm into the Griswold's house, the song Here Comes Santa Claus, sung by Gene Autry, is used for the background music. Randy Quaid is the third cousin of Gene Autry. What? <laughs> These are brilliant facts, mate. Thank you very much. Uh, the, the house uh, front from Bewitched uh, and the new Gigi appears in the home movie that Clark is watching in the attic. Uh, cousin Eddie has a son named Rocky wearing a Las Vegas shirt. Coincidentally, footage from the fir- from this film appears in the film Rocky Five. Furthermore, the next what? film in the series would be, of course, Vegas Vacation. What? <laughs> uh, as the Griswolds are putting up the tree in the film, It's a Wonderful Life is showing on the TV. The film was, of course, directed by the legendary Frank Capra, yeah. and Capra's grandson, Frank Capra III, was assistant director on this film. Fucking 
Moment language, yeah, that's not really a Christmas Eve, but that, 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 they are truly good facts. Just before Clark gets locked up in the attic, he pulls out an old present from a hidden slot and it contains a card that reads, Happy Mother's Day, 1983, Love Clark. The first movie, Vacation, was released in 83. I'll tell you what, you don't get many, uh, you don't get many producers, directors who be bothered with things like this these days, do you? I know, yeah. The Warner Brothers backlot used for the neighbourhood in which the Griswolds live is the same as the one used on the TV series The Middle in 2009, which featured Brian Doyle Murray, who played, of course, Mr. Shirley, in a recurring role as Mr. Elhart for the first three seasons. Ah. This is one of the three films released in 1989 featuring an animated title sequence, the other two are Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Troop Beverly Hills. I didn't know, right? And then what's the last one? Oh, despite it being Christmas movie, of course, we said it's Christmas Eve. And the final one, when Clark shows his co-worker Bill the brochure about the swimming pool he wants to put in his backyard, he is seen drinking coffee out of a Tasmanian Devil coffee mug. Now, Miriam Flynn, cousin Catherine, would later go on to play the voice of Taz's mother in the cartoon Tasmania. Oh, well, there you go. That's all that's, the little trivia facts for you. Now, hopefully we're going to be playing the, uh, um, uh, the uh, rubber hose bit at the end of the program. Cool. We have no idea what... Oh, January's our fifth year anniversary. Yeah, we don't right? have, we, we, we've got two that have been mm. on our thing for, uh, we talk about for five years, haven't we? I think we're going to do one of them, aren't we? Which one are we? Oh, it's up to you. Which one are we doing? You choose. You choose my, my fine friend. Right. I so I would just love to do backflips now. That's what we'll do then. Yeah. Now I've got a big thing. I'm, now I'm going to. Have you? When I got a big thing. Um. Now I'm going to put a thing out on the. Uh, this I'm going to. I was going to put a message out. So I am going to put it on. This is for you as well. This is my good friend. Oh, okay. I, 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 I'm very interested. We at that time of year when we're doing top fives. <clears throat> top five. I love top fives. Oh, right. So I'm going to put a big shout. I'll put mine up. <laughs> right my top no you get dirty mind okay. top five TV shows this year and this doesn't have to be made this year this is just top five shows you've saw this year saw this year right so it can be something you've saw if you've never saw it before and you've watched it I, I'm going to say the same top five shows and top five films Ooh. Okay. So, this can be someone who's only watched a film say you've watched a film from 1990 for the first time this year and you thought what an amazing film. Are we going to read these out in January, are we? Well, how do you want these put up there? Well, on Facebook I want or? people to put them on Facebook. Right. I'll put mine up. Yeah. Right? First, because that, no, I'll put five up. Okay. I'll put my five up, five and five. I was going to put this last week. Yeah. Because I was talking to Memory about it. Because why don't you put it up? I said, well, I'll talk to Memory about it. And see what, I'll, I'll put mine up. You can have a think of yours. And I'd love to see what other, I'm just interested. Yeah. For no reason. Okay. No prizes. No polls. I just love to see what people are really into. Okay, so your top five TV programs, top five films seen in 2013. 2013. Okay, so it doesn't have to be, like I said, it doesn't have to be this film because I know a lot of people don't get the pictures obsessed like me. Like, you have that year, but you've watched a lot of films that you've watched old. You watched a few films in the plane that you loved. I did. So this is what I'm talking yeah. about. The best five films you've saw this year and the best five TV brands you've saw this year. And along with that, we're going to be talking about, of course, Apocalypse Now. This should be a good one. Which is my all-time favourite film. And it's one of my worst films. Yeah. Well, Even though you're saying now you're doubting it, because <laughs> the more you keep reading about it and you have this thing, you're thinking, oh, I can watch it. Actually, uh, the thing is, I'm really looking forward to watching it because I haven't watched it in Exactly. So no, really, really good. But like I said, you don't, I know what you mean. Anyway. I can't remember which one I'm going to be watching though, with the Redux one or the. What, we won't do Redux. Well, you know I don't like the Plantation series. I love Redux. Well, we'll talk about that in another Yeah, video. I love Redux, but this is. This is, is the Redux film. Redux. It's Redux. It was actually Redux, it's French. Yeah. But I've got Redux. Um, oh, we're going to do. Oh, deal. We're going to do the cinematic mm. release. Okay. So that is the normal, not director's cut, not Redux, not any of these super ones you can get, you can get a really mad, uh, 
not Blu-ray, laser disc version. This is the main film that came out in 1999. So, this is it. There you go. Okay, so that's the show. So, if you want to send us any comments regarding the pocket now, and of course, please put the stuff on Facebook regarding your top five TV shows and films. Uh, please do. The, all the information will be coming up from our good friend Jen from the Anomaly Podcast. And um, have we got any other shout out to do? Um, no. I don't think so. No. Uh, I'm going to give a big shout out to uh, Vic Moyer because he always... Uh, I want to say a big thank you for everyone for listening to the show. Yeah, and thanks uh, to you all. I hope, uh, I hope you've had a good 2013. As has been uh, okay in some ways. It's been up and down. It's been up and down. It's like the Syrian Empire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I like it. Nice touch. Uh, I've actually had quite a good year. We've had some ups and downs. Uh, this last weekend was a bit crap. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Australia was good. No, we still enjoy what we do. And I think sometimes you forget that people like listen to it. I do. I sometimes think we. Sorry, we sometimes, because we we are men of doubt, self doubt. <laughs> we spent well doubt. We've been doing this self doubt, so we don't always know what this sounds like. I mean, most shows we go, that didn't sound that good, and people come back saying it's really good. So we really do appreciate, don't we? We do. We appreciate you, and thanks for listening. Please do come back in January, and hopefully we'll have more stuff here. We've got, to, I think we've got a couple of classic TVs coming up. Yeah, well, we've well. got. Yeah, we're gonna have to have a think about that. Aren't we? Well, we've got the classic that and Star. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, we've also got Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, uh, Blake 7. That's the one. We should get Anthony involved in that. Before I go on, apparently uh, over 100,000 or something cans of film have been found in Africa. Now I saw you talking about, what what does this mean? No one knows. No point talking about it. So they don't even know what it is? Could be anything. So it could be... Could be, could, could be, be a, world, could, could be, be a, a thousand, could be a thousand episodes of keeping up appearances. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's all for us. So, Merry Christmas, everyone, and a Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. That's pretty low, Mister. If I had a rubber hose, I would beat you. I changed change my mind. If you would like to voice your opinions in written or vocal form, then please do email the lads at waffleonpodcast at gmail dot com and await your views to be aired and then royally torn apart or praised. If you stalk the internet and hide in such social networks as Facebook, then why not join the group page? It's easy to do. Just type Waffle on Podcast in the search bar, find the page, and join. This has been a Waffle on Production. Copyright Simon Mettings and Mark C. Kelly.